friend, it's time to have a heart to heart about your to do list for your business. So I want you to pull it out and let's look at what's on it. Now, you may be thinking one of three things, either I don't have a business to do list right now because I don't have a business. If that's you, I encourage you to stick around because the four step process we're going to walk through applies to your life to do list too. Or you may be thinking, Lissa, I've got business to do's, but they're not all in one place. They're scattered all over the place, or they're actually in my head. If that's you, I encourage you to gather them all from those random places, including your head, so you can see them all right in front of you. Or you may be thinking, Lissa, I've got such a long list that I don't like looking at it because it just makes me feel bad about all the ways I'm failing to complete it. If that's you, I encourage you to get it out so we can do something about it. How about reducing it down to just what matters? Okay, got your to-do list in front of you? Let me sum up the entire four-step process into one simple phrase. Are you ready? Tend to what matters. That's it. Simple. You can push pause, but it's not easy. Because if you're like I was, and like most busy women trying to juggle all the things in life and business, you're undoubtedly wasting a lot of time on what doesn't matter right now. So if you want to know how to change all that, I invite you to stick around for this episode and jot down these four simple steps to audit your business to-dos for better task management. Are you with me? Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list, it's a disordered heart. And a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business. From launching kids, to aging parents, caring for your needs, to serving your clients, investing in relationships, to serving in your community. Oh, and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you, you just need to get more organized. And chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, you'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should-do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years, And I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use his truth along with time management tools to discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar, because I'm going to show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Sarah Blakely. Do you recognize those names? They are well known as being the CEOs of Apple, SpaceX, and Spanx. As a CEO, do you think they did all the things for the businesses they ran? Definitely not. 
A CEO is the chief executive officer who is the head vision caster and decision maker that leads to action taking and a lot of delegating. As an entrepreneur, do you see yourself as a CEO? I like to define it as a Christ empowered operator of your God given business. Cause you are. So that means it's time to start believing and acting like the CEO that he says you are. And that will include making decisions like we'll talk about today about what's on your business to do list and what's not. So before we get into how to conduct an audit, I want to give you a sneak peek about something that's coming soon on the podcast. It's the four day CEOs don't wait till January 1st series. On day one, we'll address how to see yourself as a CEO and start showing up like one to create a with God business vision and make decisions to move your business forward in the new year with an actionable plan to actually grow. On day two, we'll tackle how CEOs create the often elusive but always desired work-life balance between all the roles and responsibilities in midlife and your calling to grow a business without either getting neglected. On day three, we'll focus on how CEOs define healthy boundaries around when you're working and when you're not. So that way, you're not falling into the mistakes of multitasking or procrastinating or getting easily distracted. And on day four, we'll look at how CEOs build out business workflow routines. So that way, when you sit down to work, you know exactly what to do that day, and you have all the resources you need at your fingertips to avoid wasting time. And as a bonus on day five, I'll be hosting a live open house on Zoom to give you a sneak peek at how CEOs plug into a community and coaching to keep them accountable and growing as they make decisions and take action with God. Does that sound like something you want to be a part of? I'm making it easy. Just tune into the podcast the week of December 4th through 8th. So be sure you're following the Redeemer Time podcast. And would you do me a favor right now? Scroll down to leave a review. Give the show five stars and write a sentence or two about the impact this podcast has made on your time in life or business. That way, more busy Christian women midlife entrepreneurs will find us before the series so that way they can be part of it too. And as a thank you, I have some special faith-centered resources that I want to drop in your inbox to help you grow your business with God. So go to redeemhertime.com forward slash CEO to get in my free Redeemed Midlife CEO Club. And then go check your inbox for your first CEO resource. Of course, I'll drop that link in the show notes in case you're multitasking. I believe that God is going to use this podcast in this series to reach more women like you with his truth, plus time management tools to redeem your time in midlife and business. And imagine the ripple effect that will have. Speaking of ripple effects, They can go in a positive way or a negative way. So let's talk about your business to-do list, AKA your should-do list, right? Chances are you hate it more than you love it. (laughs) Is that true? It's probably because there's too much on your list. And you know what? You're right. Because the truth is you're spending or rather wasting time on a lot of less important things. No wonder you feel overwhelmed by it all, so you just give up on it all, or you feel exhausted by failing to do it all. Wouldn't you rather feel peaceful and confident that you're focused on what matters and able to let go of what does not matter or does not matter now? As a Christian woman entrepreneur in midlife, you've got a lot on your plate and you're trying to juggle all the things between life and business. 
but when there's too much on your to-do list, either the right things don't get done or they don't get done well. So taking the time to audit what's on your business to-do list with these four simple steps will help clear the clutter and make space for what you're called to for better task management that's not just busy work, but actually leading towards fruit. Recently, I started reading a book called Your Calling Here and Now. In fact, sneak peek, it is part of the book study that's going to be in our new Midlife CEO program. And here is how the entire book starts. He says, vocation is always particular. This person, at this time, and in this place. What is the work that you've been given to do by God? To steward the time and talents he's given you to make a difference. What is God calling you to do in your business? Not what do you wish it looked like today or what it could look like one day, but right where you are now. Are you embracing your situation and your role within it? I want to read this quote to you from that book. We do not need to live with any compulsion to speak or act beyond what is called for in the particulars of this time and place. We do not live frenetically, trying to be and do as much as possible, but rather have a sense of time and place, what we need to do and be together with a peace and settledness of heart regarding what is not needful. My friend, that is what we call tending to what matters. No more and no less. Which reminds me of the story in Luke 10, when Jesus was visiting Mary and Martha in their home. And let's be honest, to host Jesus and a band of disciples, there was a lot to do. And back then, as I always say, they didn't have Insta anything. Instagram, Instapot, or Instacart. But Martha was distracted with much serving. (laughs) Well, it's understandable. She has a lot on her list, so of course she has a lot of serving to do. So what does she do? She goes to Jesus to get Mary to help her with her to-do list. It's interesting. Martha never considered that there were things on her to-do list that didn't matter in the moment. And often, we don't either. But how does Jesus respond? Does he get angry with her? Or does he tell Mary to go help her sister because there are a lot of things to do? No, he gently says, Martha, Martha insert your name, Lissa, Lissa. I can just hear his compassion. You are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen the good portion. Now, it's easy to point the finger because we can see Jesus is standing right there. Of course, he's what matters most. But don't we often do the same, even in our with God life and business? So we too must ask these questions. What is the one thing needful? What do I need to tend to today? What do I need to say? And just as importantly, what can be left undone and unsaid today or left for another day? What is the Lord telling you matters right now in your business? And how would that change what's on your to-do list? Once you know what truly matters, then you tend to it, AKA you give it time and attention. In the book, he says, we are always tending to both what needs to be done this day today and what needs to be tended to now today because the deadline or due date is on the horizon. So in the first case, it might be something ordinary or mundane, like posting a daily encouragement or sending your weekly email or attending a monthly networking event. Or like the second, 
It may be working on the next step of a big project, like building out a new program to help your best clients get the best transformation in the best way. Ask me how I know, because I'm doing this with the Redeemed Midlife CEO program. So whether it's something specifically for today or that's coming your way soon, deciding as the CEO what needs to be said and done and what needs to be left undone and unsaid is one of the most important decisions you will make. So are you ready to audit your business to-do list so that way you can have better task management by tending to only what matters in your business right now and not wasting the time on things that don't? Good. First, it's going to start with a little task management tracking. That's because the first thing you need to do is get that to-do list in front of you. So I'll wait. Maybe it doesn't exist right now. So you're going to start brain dumping all the things. Or maybe it exists in random places. So you're going to start collecting all the things. Or maybe it exists as an organized list. So you're going to start sorting all the things. Inside the series and inside the new Redeemed Midlife CEO program, I'm going to teach you how to eliminate 95% of your to-do list. So stay tuned. But for today, we are going to be looking at it. So do you have your business to-do list in front of you? What do you need to add to it? Are there daily, weekly, and monthly tasks that you do that are not written down or ones that you should be doing? Go ahead. I'll wait while you add to the list because the more you can get on it, the more we can take the next steps. So what's on your plate? When you look at your list, how does it make you feel? Energized and equipped? Because it's exactly what you're called to in this season, in this time, and in this place? Or exhausted and overextended? Because it's, well, all the things that you feel like you should be doing because, well, that's what everyone else says. Most likely, it's probably the latter. So you need to ask yourself, why is it on your list in the first place? Is it because of those shuns, the expectations of others, the obligations you feel inside yourself, or the distractions of the world around you? What does God say should be on your list? What is yours from him in this time and in this place? Once you have your task management tracking done, now you're ready for some task management auditing and the four steps I'm going to share with you today. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, this is nothing new, but my question is, are you actually doing it in life and business? So let me give you the four D's and then we will break down each one. Delegate, sorry, let me step back. Delete, delegate, delay, and do which was formerly delight. So let's start with delete. Delete are the things that don't matter at all. CEOs decide what's going to move them forward and what's not. And they don't just do what other people tell them to do, right? Maybe you're like me and you've been told a lot of things by a lot of gurus that you should do, but in reality, they don't move the needle or they don't move the needle enough to really make a difference. For me, that was social media. I cringe when I think about how much time I wasted on cold messaging, daily friend requests, spammy Tammy messages, and if you received one of those, I apologize. I want to let you know I ditched it and I don't do it anymore. Now, that's not being said that you don't ever see me on social because I do show up when I feel like God has given me something to share, but I am not wasting time on all those tasks that really didn't get me anywhere. What is it for you? What is it that you need to delete? 
Maybe it's organizing your desktop or organizing your files or creating multiple offers and lead magnets or showing up on all the platforms or a host of many other things. Look at your list and say what doesn't matter at all and then delete it. And you know what? When you do that, it frees up time to do what does matter. And like I said, we'll be talking more about that in the CEO series coming soon. The second D is for delegate. These are the things that do matter, but they're not all on you. That's because a CEO ha has the vision and makes the decisions, but that doesn't mean they do all the things. Now, as a solopreneur, just start starting out, you're probably wearing all the hats, but eventually you need to start handing them off. So start asking, what can you hand off? Not because you can't do it, but because your time would be better spent on other things that only you can do. That's what I call CEO tasks. For me, it was a lot of backend things. I was spending a lot of time on admin tasks, like things related to my email list, onboarding, reminders, blog posts, Pinterest. So instead, I delegated or deferred it to someone with the skills and the time. What is it for you? What is it that you should be delegating? Maybe you're not great at creating digital resources or setting up automated workflows or onboarding clients or making sure people have the resources they need. That's okay. Delegate it. You don't have to do it all. And when you delegate things, it frees up your time for those CEO tasks that we'll be talking about on the series. The third D is delay. These are the thing that do, things that do matter, but not necessarily right now. Because you see, CEOs have a long-term vision. That way, they can lay out what needs to happen and in what order and when. It's those orderly steps that get you to a bigger vision. Now, delay is not the same thing as procrastinating. Delaying is what does, delaying what does matter now and what you're called to and what you are responsible for. That, my friend, is procrastinating, which is a sin. So decide, what specific time are you going to revisit something that's on your list that doesn't need to happen right now? For me, it's the Redeem Her Time Planner. It's part of my bigger With God vision, but right now, I know that I'm called to focus on developing the CEO coaching program, and that will give me time to refine my resources and work on the publishing process so I can get that planner into your hands. What about you? Maybe you need to delay building a website and start with just having real life conversations or delay creating that smaller offer and start with your best offer or delay starting a podcast and start with guesting instead. What is it that matters, but it matters down the road. When you delay things, it frees up time for what matters now. Again, we'll be talking about this in the series. And the fourth D is do which was formerly delight. What are the things that do matter? They are on me and they matter right now. Make a plan and make it happen. Identify the end result, map out the smaller steps, block off the time, follow through on your commitment to your calling in the here and now. For me right now, it's building out this redeemed midlife CEO program. And it's funny, God has a sense of humor because I had a 12 week plan for the current Redeem Her Time program to bring more women in from any season of life. But God, in the way that only he can, intercepted that plan to try to help every busy, every busy Christian woman out there and showed me that my calling in this season was to speak to women in midlife and those who are also building a business as entrepreneurs. So what are you to do? 
What is he calling you to in your business, in this time and in this place? Make that your to-do list and do it. And see the blessings as you go from busyness, trying to do all the things, to fruitfulness, tending to only what matters in this season. Recently, I did a live on Facebook about time poverty because so many women have one of these three struggles. Either there's never enough time, or they're not meeting deadlines or due dates, or they're constantly apologizing for delays. The reason you feel like you don't have enough time is because you're trying to spread it out over all the things on your plate. But when you take time to audit what's there and where it fits with the four Ds to truly tend to only what matters in this season, you'll see and believe you really do have time for what you're called to. And actually, you have an abundance of it. I'll be talking more about this from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 8-11 through 11 on the series. But if you've been listening to what the world says matters for as long as I did, you, my friend, are going to need a system and support to start changing things. So, I invite you to come inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just talking about this, we're doing something about it, together. Here is today's community question. What's the one thing in your business that God is calling you to tend to in this season? Come join us at redeemhertime.com forward slash community and share. And that's where you'll find the community and coaching to follow through. And I want to invite you to join me for the four-day CEOs Don't Wait Till January 1st series, December 4th through 8th. In the meantime, be sure to leave a review for this podcast so other women can join us too. And come join the Redeemed Midlife CEO Club. So that way I can start dropping those resources in your inbox. And I'll drop that link in the show notes. Before we go, let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, so often we are like Martha. We are distracted with so much serving, even serving in our business that we feel called to by you. And yet you say our name gently. And you point out that we are anxious and troubled about many things, but that only one thing is needful. God, you have called us to choose the good portion. Lord, I pray that you will just give wisdom and discernment to this woman listening today, that she will know what your calling is in her life and business in this place and at this time, that she would clear her plate of the things that don't matter, and that she be faithful to tend to what does matter and see a harvest of fruitfulness. I thank you for the way that you work in us and through us and through our businesses. And thank you that you have called us and called us your own. May we be faithful stewards of the time you've given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or 
all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.